From home repair to remodeling, this is Making Your Home Great. Making Your Home Great is on 1 o'clock every Saturday afternoon, FM 98.5, AM 680. I'm Dave Alexander. Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier is here as our co-host. How you doing? We got the whole dream team here today, the I, original three. We are not going to run out of stuff to say or to talk about today because I can just turn to you and Craig and ask about what it's like to grow a company in this in this um, experience, this this environment. Craig, the floor guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile. How you doing? Hello, hello. Well, let's Glad start. To be here. That. Let's start right there. Even before we introduce Holly, what is it like to grow a company in this environment? This um, it comes with a unique set of challenges. Yeah. These days, growing a company 10 years ago is completely different than growing a company now. I think Brock would agree with that, and I bet you Hollywood as well. Is it? Uh, is there anything in the news over this last week, this whole banking thing, that worries you? Does I mean, it, it, doesn't, you it doesn't worry me, but I know there's folks out there that, that um, probably put more... Um, probably believe believe a lot of what they see on the television more yeah. than I do. Yeah. Um and I I'm a facts guy. I like to do the research and look at every situation individually and if you do that, what I've seen is that what's going on is is very specific to certain situations at just certain institutions and it's right. it's not a, a national problem or a world problem. Right. It's in my opinion what I'm seeing is it's probably something that should have already happened years ago. Um, but now just the economy as, as, as tight as it is, right. if you're not on top of your business, then your business is going to pay consequences for it. And I think that's what's happening with these institutions that are having these collapsing moments or whatever's going on. That's right. right. I, I, would, I would absolutely have to agree with that. Um, this is a different, different time to try, to try to build a company. I mean, in this market, for example, here in North Carolina, you can build a company pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, just because of how quickly this this market has grown, if you do it the right way, if you're you know honest and have integrity, you typically ha- excel to the top of the list. Yeah. Um, now, when stuff is going on in the news when it comes to finances, that does affect spending uh, from from clients. They're mm-hmm. they're concerned. They saw something on the news. They saw heard something on the radio, and they're not sure if they want to pull the trigger on getting a new roof yet, or or yeah. you know sealing the crawl space or replacing their floors. So it, it can affect spending, um, but typically that's short-lived. I don't know if we've really had a recession of spending any time in the last few years, even even during COVID. Um, that really didn't affect our industry very much. A lot of people were staying at home right. and, and see, you know, seeing the floors at their house and wanting them redone or seeing the, the shingles missing on the roof and sure. deciding it's time for a roof. Um, but I think we're moving forward. I mean, I'd... There was a little bit of a lull at the beginning of this year, but we're we're booking out weeks in advance right now. So, as far as I can tell, everything's moving on as as it should be. You know, you know, there was a radio fellow from years ago. He said, "You know, the the economists all say, okay, there, we're heading into a recession, or we got a recession." He says, "You know, the way you beat that is by not participating. Yeah, just ignore that. <laughs> just it's it's not it's not to ignore it. You you just press forward." Yeah. It's like okay, I'm going to be successful. I, I could sit around and say, "Oh, mo, uh, we got a down economy," or you could just press on forward and expand. 
Holly Bowers from RoofWorks is here. How you doing, Holly? Hey, how are you? Well, you don't own your own company, but how are things? <laughs> No, I mean, I've been with them since the very beginning, yeah. so I definitely understand. But, I mean, I agree with those guys. I think COVID helped because nobody could travel, so they were investing back into their assets, which was right. really important. But, I mean, obviously, we've seen inflation, which drove the prices up. But going back to deciding the right contractor to choose, even now it's the most important because things mm. are expensive. So you right. can't take your risk on going with someone that that's, doesn't have the stable that's a great, ground. That's a great point. Very good point. Yeah. When money's tight, a lot of these guys that are individuals and they're not companies right. are more likely to disappear with that's your money because right. they, yeah. they need that money to pay, pay well, bills. And- well, there's you know the, there's the fella in the truck, okay? And I, and I respect the fella in the truck. People have to learn their own skills. They don't have to master it at my house, though. You know, if they're a painter, rough carpenter, a finished carpenter, and a roofer. That's a lot of skills. Some of them aren't doing all those things every single day. Finances is a skill, too. Finances is a skill, right. Staying in business. There's no state regulation or licensing for most of home improvement trades in North Carolina. Correct. Um, And what those licenses do is they assure the homeowner that this person is financially stable mentally stable yeah and you know has a good a good standing well, business wise well let's do this let me just ask you directly should there be a licensing for drywall paint yes yeah, there should be yeah so you guys know i've been working on establishing american dream flooring and tile in myrtle beach and right. one of the reasons we're doing that is because south carolina requires a state license they call it their specialty contractor's license yeah. for painting, drywall, uh, carpentry, uh, what else, solar. See, that's uh, ahead of the ro- curve. Roofing, flooring. And what they do is they do a background check. They do mm-hmm. a financial check. You, you're required to provide handwritten reference letters. They verify your your that you have the required state insurance for general uh, liability, workers' yeah. comp. Yeah. They make you buy a bond, a security bond. You know what I mean? They make you. They make sure that you are who you say you are, and that you're you're doing things right, and that you're protecting the homeowner. So if something does happen, everybody's covered. Damages yeah. get taken care of, or whatever may happen. There's many things that could happen. Yeah, but. and I'll jump in on that. I mean, anyone can be great at their skill, but if you are not good with finances, yeah, it doesn't matter what kind of company you have because you're not going to make it. And right. that's why the licensing part is so important because it does require you to actually justify that you have assets behind you that are going to protect not just the company, but the consumer. Right. And the fact that we don't have to have that in North Carolina, it really opens it up for so many people to jump out there and start these companies. But when things go wrong, that's when everything comes crashing down. Yeah. And, and, uh, to address both of their points, licensing does not scare away companies like like ours. Uh-huh. Okay, we're for it. Yeah. If there's a if there's a loophole that we have to get through, if if we have to do it a certain way, pass yeah. certain criteria, that helps the overall industry. Uh, at, at, well, completely. It's the best way I know how to uh, to put it. Yeah. We deal with competitors that will come in and undercut what we're doing at such a, a, an aggressive amount 
you know that they're not licensed, they're not insured, they're, mm-hmm. they're having their buddy come in and install the flooring with them or putting the roof on their house or sealing their crawl space. Those guys wouldn't exist if yeah. if this type of program was out there. Everyone would have to follow the same rules, the same guidelines, and it, hopefully it would help the industry as a whole. It would just make it much more professional, which is what is exactly what it needs to be. I mean, you have plumbers, electricians, HVAC guys, they have to go through a lot of different requirements in order to do their trades. So every part of construction should be treated exactly the same way. And the other thing is two of you here, RoofWorks and Craig, the floor guy, American dream flooring and tile, both of those organizations, you have showrooms, correct? which, you know, Craig, I, I know you like the showroom, but you could get along without it. Absolutely. You could get, you know, plenty of flooring. You just go and bring samples to people. Mm-hmm. But there's, the, there's companies out there doing it right now. But the fact that you've got a showroom and that you've established the showroom lets me know that there's somewhere I can go. Yeah, we have Not only that, I mean a team, a customer yeah. service team, a quality assurance team, protocols, and, yeah. you know, and, and a process for oversight. That's what you get with a, a licensed uh, company right holly talk to me about your showroom tell me about it yeah i mean it, it was a big dream of ours to move into a facility like we have and the reason why is because we wanted to be front and center we didn't want to be tucked away working out of someone's garage or in an alleyway yeah. where you can't find us because if stuff does go wrong we're not going anywhere we're right there the homeowners right. can walk in that front door every single time they're going to get help and we're always going to be there for them but we did want to have all the different samples from different manufacturers because roofing is a lot like flooring there's tons of manufacturers tons of colors tons of styles yeah. and you're spending a lot of money so you need to do your homework and be able to go somewhere like our facility where you can choose and just make sure that you're making the right decision before you sign that contract when i show the website for roofworks to people my wife said i want that in my house the beauty of your showroom i mean it is a very nice showroom it looks like you're permanently going to be there oh yeah <laughs> we're not going and, anywhere <laughs> and you are just around the corner from from our fellows at burke brothers yeah i tell the guys they're probably going to bury me in the parking lot That's yeah that, that you don't give up that location <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're not going anywhere That's anytime right. soon that's right all right so in studio today brock emmons of triangle radiant barrier craig the floor guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile, and Holly Bowers from RoofWorks. Our telephone number is 919-860-9783. Call me, give us a question, and yes, we'll feed you. Craig, let me talk, talk to me about the American Dream Waterproof Flooring Super Sale. How does that uh, compare to the American Dream Waterproof Flooring Sale? <laughs> it's the super sale. It's the super one. Well, because there are literally hundreds of SKUs that we can offer at these prices, and what we're, we've rolled back to 2020 pricing on these products. Now, there are terms and conditions yeah. for, for to get these prices. You have to hire us to install them. Oh, sure. But that's a great thing because that gets you a lifetime installation mm-hmm. warranty and the assurance that it was done properly and the assurance that the manufacturer's warranties are going to be honored if there are any issues down the road. The square footage price I'm seeing on the website, is that installed? Nope, that's just for the product. That's just for the product. But okay. I mean, we have lifetime warranted waterproof flooring. Um, one of our best. We have some at two forty nine. 
my favorite product, and it's actually the exact floor I have in my home. Yeah, it's two eighty nine a square foot right now. Wow, that, that product retails for around three eighty nine. Wow, so that's a dollar a square foot less. And, uh, that same product at the big big box stores, you know, with their promotions, is still yeah. in the three fifty a square foot range, and we're at two eighty nine. So we're right. trying to, you know what I mean? We're trying yeah. to help people out. We know there's still people out there that need new floors, and we want to incentivize them to do it properly. So if we have to cut our profits a little bit to assure that people are getting stuff done right and they're yeah. not forced to make a bad decision of hiring the wrong person, and, and that's what we're doing. All right. We'll talk more with Craig, the floor guy, and Holly Bowers from RoofWorks and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Our number, 919-860-9783. This is Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. Clearly, we have opened a can of worms. <laughs> we have opened a can of worms. There, there, the conversation during the commercial break was all about certification and protecting the customer through certification. In studio, Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier, Craig the Floor Guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile, and Holly Bowers from RoofWorks. And here is Teresa in Raleigh. Welcome to the program, Teresa. How you doing? I'm great. How about everybody? Good. What's going on? So I have a question about roofing materials. Yes. Um, there's a big talk about 50-year shingles, architectural shingles. Mm-hmm. Is there such a big difference between a different type of shingle? There is. And so what they have done is they've changed the warranties on your the standard architectural shingle to make it a lifetime 50-year warranty if you get that extended, if you buy into the extended warranty program. But that shingle itself, nothing changed with that shingle. So that shingle itself, the lifespan is actually going to, you know, be the same 25 to 30 years. But to get a 50-year product, they do have upgraded options. Um, Grand Manor and there's some other manufacturers that have the thicker, heavier weighted shingle. So it really depends on the product that you get, depending on the lifespan, if that makes sense. It does, and specifically for a townhome um, scenario um, where you've got to share that cost amongst your neighbors. Would you still recommend a 50-year shingle like that? So the warranties for multifamily are actually different than the residential single family. So the manufacturers are not going to give you a 50-year warranty on your basic architectural shingle. They do limit those warranties to HOAs and multifamily structures. I think... The maximum amount you can get is a 30-year warranty on that, um, and that's if you get the highest warranty that comes with it, which would be, you know, certainty to be their five-star warranty. But they do, they're, you're limited as far as that goes. Um, so just be careful. I don't know what someone's telling you, but there's a lot of things in the fine print mm-hmm. that do have stipulations based on the type of structure that you're putting shingles on. Okay. Yeah, this is very helpful because we've been misled by a few people in the neighborhood and um, it's good to know to look at the fine print. Um, since we are in the middle of negotiations and looking for roofing contractor, mm-hmm. they say they've got some bids, but it would be interesting to see. So I might have to get somebody to call you, um, call y'all, and see what you can do for us because the townhome community is in Raleigh. Yeah, and we do we do a lot of multifamily replacements, so we can certainly help you. That's really kind of our specialty. So, But we're just going to be honest with you, just like I was when you asked that question, because 
things are being oversold and it's really, you know, that's not the truth behind the warranty. Just like I said, there's different stipulations, especially for multifamily. In the actual lifetime of the best quality shingles installed properly, I'm not talking about the warranty. The actual lifespan could be more than 25, 30 years, yeah? It could be, depending on, like I said, how it was installed. And we talk a lot about the sun exposure and the elements to Mother Nature that we right. can't control. And so that comes into play a lot, too. Now, what's the phone number over at RoofWorks yeah. if she wants to call yeah, you guys? Yeah, definitely give us a call. Tell them that you talked to me on the show because I'll my team um, from the multifamily side, I'll get you in touch with the right people, and we can certainly help you. But I'm glad you called because it's worth getting a second bid on that. Um, our office yeah. is numbers 919-852-2660, or you can go on our website and put the estimate request in and just choose multifamily and in the notes, just say that you talked to Holly on the show today. Okay, great. Well, this is very helpful because um, I just didn't think a 50-year lifetime warranty was really going to be necessary for a townhome community that may not be here in 50 years. Yeah, and that's the and way Raleigh is growing. You're right, and that's <laughs> that's, that's why they do they do have stipulations <laughs> because you don't transfer. It doesn't transfer with HOAs like it does with single family right. ownership. Does not right. transfer, so that's why they you know they do cap that. And there, there's other components right. to the roof as well that affect the life of the roof and the life of the shingle. So it's important that those are taken into consideration as well, right, Holly? Yeah, definitely. Drip edges and the the decking under the shingles, the felt, the, yeah, yeah, the ice and water shield. There's a lot of variables. There are, and depending on the products that are installed, depends on if you have to get a maintenance plan set up. And that's what we're trying not to make. You do we want to make sure we put all the right products on so that you don't have to worry about the roof until it's time for the next replacement okay. yeah we are at 25 years with the current roof so oh, yeah okay we in the neighborhood too we've got to do something probably soon yeah we get we can certainly help you out that's that's one of our expertises so i'm happy that you called Teresa. i'm going to send you a uh uh gift certificate to 25 dollars to high park barn grill whitaker mill road in raleigh the place for lunch and dinner with daily food and drink specials, fried chicken, prime rib, the $6 burger on Fridays, and a whole lot more, including the snack menu late at night. Indoor and outdoor seating available, 625 East Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. Hang on. We'll get your details. Thank you, Teresa. Appreciate it. You you do multifamily HOAs, obviously. You do commercial and you do residential. We do, and all three are different animals, so it just depends on what we're doing, what products you're putting on, installation methods. Everything. You don't have the same four people. No, you can't. Doing it. Because it's, it's a very learned skill in each one. I mean, membrane's very different than shingles, and same thing with slate and tile and metal. you got to have different groups that know that particular product. Yeah, the finish-out guy is not the framer. Yeah. They no. can both work with yeah. wood, yeah. but the framer is not the guy who comes in and does all the finish-out work. That's I'm, another skill. I'm aware of that from hiring knuckleheads <laughs> to work on my house. <laughs> and, you know, and another thing, too, is the environment the work is being performed in. You have to take that in consideration as well. Some of the same practices apply, but yeah. like, you know, say, for instance, a townhome or apartment community where you've got hundreds of cars. And yes. Right people walking around and children and sidewalks and pets and pools and bushes and uh-huh. you know what I mean you have a whole lot less of that in a single family home potentially so there's a lot of different factors that's why you know Chuck Skitterdon who did your neighbor's house might not be the right guy 
or your townhome community. Chuck's get her done. Yeah. Well yeah, said. I, like that. I yeah. know that. Well Chuck. said. I know Chuck. His, his, his bu- cousin Bubba did my flooring. Yeah, how'd that work out? <laughs> I, it did not work out. You know, it's the the other thing is, Craig. There, you, I want to buy quality from my house. There was a time in my house when you know I was I was just buying per square foot, and you got listed um, twelve mil luxury vinyl versus twenty mil luxury vinyl. I'm vaguely aware that mil means thickness. Uh, Am more, I right? It's no, it's more no? of a lay. It's almost like layers. It's how many layers? Yeah, and that's another thing. So luxury vinyl plank, one of the yeah. most oversold floors in the nation right now. Yeah. And high, most highly marketed. Everybody thinks they need luxury vinyl plank. Yeah. And everybody thinks they need 20 mil. And everybody's getting pushed into this price point for money because manufacturers, distributors, and wholesalers and retailers are just trying to make money. Yeah. I had for the last five years before I put in my previous floor, I had a 12 mil luxury vinyl plank in my home that performed great. No issues. Yeah. Um, there's different types. You know, you have ceramic bead, right? We talk, you I have do. a 12 mil ceramic bead. There's a 12 and 20 mil urethane. There's a 12 and 20 mil, uh, uh, like a, uh, what is it? Lacquer. There's aluminum oxide. There's all these different finishes. Yeah. And like, you know, so a 20 mil urethane LVP, the finish on it is okay. 19 layers of PVC. And oh, one, one layer of urethane. Why? Because urethane, you can't stack layers on top because the finish becomes gummy, soft, and cloudy. Okay. So there's all these little things that they don't tell you in that blog that you read on, you know, the right big box website or whatever. You know, you read something that says 20 mil is better than 12 mil. What? is it what are we talking about which, right which type of finish is it and what's the core makeup of the product and where are you putting it and where are you using it you know like she was yeah. saying about the roof they might not need a 50-year shingle right in the townhome they might need right. a 25 year so okay you know we'll talk more craig the floor guy from american dream flooring and tile and holly bars from roofworks i only got 12 mil huh I'm going to find out more about no, that with Brett. you have 12 mil ceramic beads uh, well, okay we'll talk more <laughs> making your home great FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF, making your home great. Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier, Craig the Floor Guy at American Dream Flooring and Tile at Holly Bowers from Roofworks. Brock, you guys have shared some customers. You, you keep having mutual customers. It's amazing that, I, that there is an overlap between you and Craig. Yeah, well, I mean, our... It, as as Craig has mentioned on the show before, if you install certain types of floors in your house, yeah. you want to make sure that you don't have a moisture issue under the house, or that mm-hmm. can damage your new floors. If you know, so we we have shared several customers. Actually, we had one this last week, and I didn't know it was a mutual customer until I was out there doing the final inspection on the crawl space work that we had just completed. And you know, while I'm out there, I always ask the customers the same questions. Was there anything we could have done better? Do you have any questions about the install? Where did you hear about us from? And this customer said, "Oh, you know, my my flooring guy is the one that gave me your number." And I ah. said, "Oh, is that American Dream Flooring, Craig?" And yeah. she said, "Oh yeah, American Dream." Or he, excuse me, he said, uh, "Yeah, American Dream Flooring, but no, not Craig John." Ah. Well, John is who runs and and helps to run uh, Craig's company up here while Craig is getting everything established down there in Myrtle Beach. And I've met John. I steal John's crawl space. John's very good at what he does at at, at flooring. 
And this customer spent 20 minutes in his crawl space telling me about how impressed he was with John. So when John gave that customer our number, he didn't need to call multiple companies because that's how much he trusted John. Yeah. That's what we're talking about is not just having a contractor that knows what they're doing, but is going to give you honest advice, Mm -hmm. not try to sell you something just to sell it, but explain why. Right. You probably don't want to do that. This is why. And give them honest feedback. So I just thought that was a cool story. It was nice to hear that uh, our customers are loving American Dream as much as they're loving us. So it's a great relationship. Craig, my... You know, my house was a simple job. Uh, we went back twice to do flooring. And let me just tell the quality we're very impressed with. We're especially impressed with the fact that we had one section done and then a second section done later. And what they were able to do was, was weave in the flooring. So there's no threshold between one room. Ooh, seamless transition. Oh, it looks good. Yeah. And that's not always possible with all floors, especially a floating LVP floor, but he, you know, we sell the higher quality, more reputable branded products. And so we're able to do that, but there's some stuff out there that you you can't. Yeah. You always have that, that threshold piece that you got to push. So you were able to just seamlessly. And and of course it's the, it's the exact same product. So it really good. But the point I was making was my daughter's house, on the other hand, was not a simple job. And it was one of those things where once you get into it, you might say, oh, yeah, we got to do this. And while we're at it, we got to do this. And that's what it sort of escalated. But they knew it was going to be a a project rather than just a simple floor repair. Talk about that one. Well, that's why it's important to hire skilled companies who have the resources to handle those unforeseen issues. Yeah. You know, she had sub rotted subfloor and multiple layers of flooring and the floor, yep. the floor flange for the toilet had to be reset to the proper height. And it hadn't been done previously. New, new floors have been added, Yeah, which created a gap between the flooring, the finished floor and the seal of the toilet. So that leaked caused subfloor damage yep. issues under the house and the crawl space. I was at a customer's home the other day um, that Hired a guy who was referred from a neighbor, went and bought the floor and brought it to her house. And he came and installed it. And she had ceramic taken up in her kitchen and bathroom because she didn't want a transition strip. She wanted it all. It was smooth. And he didn't properly, uh, like, grind and resurface the concrete to get the mortar up because she had a concrete slab. And now she's got a crunchy, lumpy floor Mm. when she walks on it. Oh, no. He didn't put the transition strips in at the doorways and tuck the carpet. And I'm like, what what happened? This is why there needs to be licensing. Yeah. I'm telling yeah. you, that guy really? that guy wouldn't have existed. He wouldn't have been able to do that floor if he was being monitored by by someone. And what would it have taken to move a contractor from the fellow who installs a crunchy, munchy floor to higher quality? Would it have been six so, months of training? Well, I did, so I did the numbers with yeah. the customer to explain to them. They We figured out that they saved roughly $800. Right on. They paid around five thousand dollars to have this floor done. Had they yes. hired us to do it, it would have been about fifty eight hundred dollars, and they would have got a lifetime installation warranty yeah. and a lifetime warranty from the manufacturer. But because they went and bought it directly and paid this guy to do it, they saved eight hundred dollars. But they literally have no warranty. So now right. to right. redo that floor is going to be fifty eight hundred dollars. Yeah, same on top thing of as it would have been. So yeah. that that fifty eight hundred dollars is now a ten thousand. 
$800 or, you know, it's over a $10,000 floor. Yeah. Yeah, we see it all the time. Too. You do? That's Yeah, and it just makes me sad. And the it homeowner, really his word, he goes, well, $800 is a lot of money to us. I said, well, is $10,000 yeah. a lot of money to you? Yeah. All right. You know. Sometimes you got to spend a little to save a little. Yeah, and especially if that contractor didn't answer the phone and go back out and correct what they messed That's up. That's what it boils down That's to. That's the part that is right. just wrong. If you did it, it and you didn't really know and you screwed up, go back and fix it. We are kind of we are kind of hidden uh, Harvey and his pickup truck uh, kind of hard today. But, you know, there are some people who, yeah, the roof needs to be done. And they go ahead and buy shingles. Which and they then shouldn't, they they shouldn't be able to buy. Can, they can, shouldn't be able to. Can can you go to really? Can you go to the hardware store and buy a uh, well? I don't know. A, I don't know the terminology. I'm not an HVAC guy, but can a ten thousand BTU heat pump. You know what I mean? Can right? You? No. no, you BTU. need a license to purchase. Exactly. Really? Exactly. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that because HVAC is regulated. There's right. some some plumbing items that you can't purchase without a plumbing items. A lot of electrical items you can't purchase without an electrician's license. I can't um, buy one of those blood testers. At the at the drugstore without without his prescription, That's so true. you know if, maybe yeah maybe there should be limited. All right, so we're to making the point: buying the shingles and having somebody put them up is not the same as calling Roofworks. No, I mean I, if you're going to do a roofing project, just like flooring, I mean you want to do a turnkey because that way that contractor can warrant everything. Not just the workmanship, but also the materials. If you're getting the materials direct from somewhere, yeah. I mean, are you even getting the right stuff? Do you know what you're getting? Do you know the amount? So you're not going to save that much money. It's more of a headache than it is anything else. For me to qualify for a warranty. The, yeah, just leave it to the to the people that know. Uh, Holly, for me to qualify, yeah. If, will shingle manufacturers honor a warranty on their product if it's installed by the homeowner? I think you get a basic warranty from the manufacturer without having... Like if they call the number that's on the package wrapping the product and now they it, say, hey, I put this shingle on my house, th these shingles on my house three years ago, my husband and his friend helped him do it, or we hired a guy down the road or whatever, we need somebody to come out and inspect our roof, we think it's damaged, will they do it? I think the warrant, the installation, that's a good question because I don't have a definite answer on yeah. that, but if they come out and determine that it was installed improperly, then they're not going to warrant it. And if it was the husband and the brother, it was installed improperly. Yeah, so I think that's where... <laughs> yeah. that's I'll, bet, I'll bet really? on that. Oh, yeah. Even wrong, if it, wrong what, he's, well, what he's saying is even if it's not installed improperly, they're going to say... They're going to find something. Improperly. Well, it's. I mean, what are some of the elements that could go into it? I need to have the proper underlayment. Yes? That's mm -hmm. right. And, and I can't just buy them both at the same place and assume that I've made the right purchase. Well, I mean, it also depends on what kind of warranty you're getting because the underlayment determines what kind of warranty that they're going to approve you for. Um, the decking is the most important thing. Yeah. First and foremost, you got to make sure the deck is sound is stable, all the rotten sure. wood is taken care of. But then all the products that go into that complete roof replacement is going to determine what like I said, what warranties come with that and actually how long it's going to last. I've got Leon from Apex. Leon, welcome to the show. I, wa I want you to know that the only thing that could make this radio program more complicated <laughs> would be if you're ho a home contractor and you're not licensed <laughs> in any area. Welcome to the show. How you doing, Leon? Hey, I'm not a contractor. You're I'm not? Okay. Home. 
You're you're a homeowner. Okay, go ahead. I for Holly, maybe a sensitive question, but I've been looking at so-called installing solar signals, uh, solar panels on my house. What kind of problems are you seeing with uh, installing these panels? Because I've seen one in the neighborhood where they drill the holes through there and all that kind of stuff. Well, I'm going to say solar panels is a big investment, so you want to make sure that you've got a good amount of life left on your roof. I mean, if you're going to invest in the panels, if your roof is not new, if it's older, 15-plus years, 10-plus yeah. years, you really want to consider waiting to get those panels installed until you get your get a brand-new roof on because if you have any issues with the roof, you've got to take the panels off and do the roof work and then reinstall them, so you're really kind of paying double for it the cost of that is your yeah. what what age is your roof uh it, it's it's less than five years old i had it replaced about five years ago with uh, the okay uh, we then yeah you should be in good shape with that and that's just th- something to consider is that that's the problem with the panels is if there's anything underneath the panels that is a potential leak they're going to have to work with the solar company to get the panels pulled off to check that roof and get the repair done. And you do want the roofing, a roofing company to install the brackets. Yeah. Okay, not necessarily the panels. The solar company can come out and put in the panels, yeah. but when they're drilling through a roof, yeah. you want a roofer to be doing that, which will warranty that work from leaks. Some of the, I work with several solar companies because yeah. they offer our radiant barrier insulation in their solar packages to keep yeah. the cost of the solar lower. Well, they bring out roofing companies to install the brackets. Yes. Then their guys will get up there and hang the, uh, hang the panels themselves. So just ensure that whatever solar company you go with, ask them, do you bring out a roofer to install the brackets, and is that warrantied from future leaks? That mm-hmm. should help you out in the future. Not chase away certain people. That's right. Yeah. Uh, the way I've seen the ones installed near here recently, that the solar panel company did that. And, of course, the, uh, Holly mentioned the expense, the solar panels with a battery backup for my 2,000-square-foot house at big thirty-five to $40,000. So it's a big investment. That's yeah, right. It's yeah. a really big investment. It can't be a small investment to then pay somebody to take them down <laughs> when the roof has to be done. Right. That's got to be a big thing. Yeah, they're going to charge a little bit of money for that. I would, I would guess a few thousand dollars, if not more. Right. So... Leon, be think long and hard, long and hard on it. Hey, I, hey, I am. Hey, I'm at the age now. I don't think I can necessarily justify the solar panels, but I just had that had that question. It's a good question, Leon. You and I both. We we both look, hear him talking about fifty year shingles, and I think eh, I'm not gonna. I don't care, <laughs> Leon. I don't buy green. Uh, bananas anymore. So yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if the rate of return is there yet on the solar panels. So that it is a big investment. You just got to figure out what your ROI is on that and how long it's going to take to actually get paid back for that that investment. I mean, you could be better off with forty thousand dollars. You could put a metal roof on yeah. or a different type of roof system that's actually going to lower the cost of your energy bills if that's what you're looking for well and i i will help you out a little bit so i had mentioned to you that i worked with several solar companies high grade insulation in the attic drops the kilowatt usage that's one of the reasons that solar companies have started incorporating insulation in their packages if you're supposed to have 27 panels based on your current usage 
and a company comes in and insulates with a high-grade foam or a radiant barrier and drops your usage 30 to 40 percent, mm-hmm. that's going to cut down on how many panels you need. So for two to $3,000 worth of insulation, you could drop the usage down enough where you need three to five less panels. At $2,000 a panel, you see what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. So if you do plan on going into the solar area, Try to find a solar company that incorporates insulation in their estimates, and you will probably get it done much cheaper. Good information because the solar estimates that I have received did not indicate anything about uh, insulation. So that's good information. Yes, sir. Best of luck. Hey, the the other part is if you just go insulation, if you just go radiant barrier, if you just improve the insulation, you might be able to avoid the solar panels altogether oh yeah we've got packages that'll drop your usage 30 40 percent make a big impact on utility costs all right leon i'm going to send you a 25 dollars gift certificate to high park bar and grill the place for lunch and dinner with daily food and drink specials including fried chicken prime rib and the six dollar burger on fridays i almost gave him a haircut Almost called it a five dollar burger. Six dollar <laughs> burger on Fridays. Indoor and outdoor seating available. Six twenty five East Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. Hang on, Leon. I'm going to make sure we get all your information. Very important that when you go into things like solar or sunroofs or sun tunnels, that you hire a roofer. Oh, yes, yeah, especially for skylights and sun tunnels. You you definitely want to have a roofing company do that work for you. And if my house did not come with sunroofs, I can still have them put in. You can. And we do that, too. We do cut-ins a lot. You do cut-ins? We do. That scares me. Does no, it? They're great. When you say it's... cut-ins, it's like when Holly says, you know, if you don't have a ridge vent, you don't have a vent at the top of your roof. Don't worry, we'll come out and we'll do it. We love putting in ridge events. That's you, scary. You pucker up a little bit when oh, you're put, putting a hole in the roof. You're going to slice my house from north to south. Well, That's uh, terrible. The key is, uh, you know, is it going to leak when you're done? And if yeah. they can say no and we'll warranty it, I'd, I'd say, yeah, I'll let them go. I'll let them try it out. I was Mr. Homeowner at my house. I'm looking out the window. This morning with my mother-in-law, we're looking at the neighbor's house, and they have hip roofs, a word I didn't know six months from now, or six (laughs) months ago. They've got hip roofs, and they've got a ridge vent, but of course, the combination of the two means the ridge vent is not as long as it should be, or could be. It's not from one end of the house to the other, and they have no other ventilation. Yeah, hip hip roofs are normally on a house that's a big square you know, because yeah. that's the, the most effective way to put a roof on. And, and they look great, and they work out well, and you got tons of attic space up there for storage. Yes. But they're just not really ventilated very well. So you, there are steps you can take to, to increase that, make it a lot more efficient. And we don't have – well, they don't have. I, I didn't look at my house. I got a regiment. <laughs> they don't have any other venting at all probably just soffit vents mm. yeah there's no gables on a on a, no gables or gable vents on right. a hip roof so it's probably just soffit vents and then you have a ridge vent that's like four feet long 
uh, you know, yeah, on, on yeah, top yeah. of an attic that's a 2,000 square foot attic. So mm-hmm. you just need to increase the outtake ventilation. Add some solar fans. Solar fans. Solar fans. Yeah. You guys will do that, right? Well, we put them in for Brock. So yeah. yes, they are very capable of doing a solar fan. Yeah. Okay. Sounds uh, like a good place for a whirly bird to me. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the old, old whirly, whirly bird. I'm glad I got it bird. in. Whirly bird. <laughs> All right. Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Craig, the floor guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile, and uh, Holly Bowers from RoofWorks on making your home great. Telephone number 919-860-9783. This is FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Making your home great. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Quite important that we put the headphones on. Don't put the headphones near the microphones. That will cause a, a slight squeaky sound. We just want to make sure everyone was awake. Ah, uh, it's it is what it is. Uh, Craig, the floor guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile, Holly Bowers from Roofworks, and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. Okay, so we alluded to the fact that I do not have the thickest material on my floor, but Craig, I've got some real solid stuff. It's like ceramic-based. Yep. You have an SPC core product. There's yeah. a couple different LVP. There's WPC and SPC. You have SPC, which is a stone polymer, versus WPC, which is the wood polymers. Those are softer, um, more prone to indentation and breaking and that kind of stuff, like you know, from heavy furniture or refrigerators. You have SPC, yeah. stone polymer, solid core product with a ceramic bead, and how did I how did I end up with that? Was the discussion with my wife just quality, or did she say, "Oh yeah, I like this style"? Were you there? I wasn't there. No, I so, had nothing yeah. to do. Dave with wasn't that. involved nope. so, in this. So <laughs> I went out and I met with her and yeah. I assessed the areas and the you know usage. Yeah, you know how much traffic, pets, children. You met the dogs, that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, um, and. I saw the colors of your cabinets and your wall colors. Yeah. And she kind of gave me an idea of what she wanted as far as the, the coloring and the look. And I said, I have the perfect product for you. It's a great price point, great quality. Yeah. And I showed it to her and she's like, oh, I love it. Let's see if Dave can pick one out. And the Alexanders never have an extra nickel, but somehow we can pay our bills. It's, it's a really weird situation. We never have a chunk of money sitting in the bank. But we'll pay for stuff on time. You offered financing. Yeah, we do, we do uh, twelve month no interest financing. It's through uh, Synchrony Home. It's the same financing that they offer at all the big box stores and uh, like Rooms to Go and those places. So it's a very reputable uh, company, and we do it in association with our um, our, our retailer certifications through Mohawk Flooring, which yeah. is the largest flooring manufacturer in the country. So between us, Mohawk and Synchrony, uh, we can. We can pretty much, I mean, if you, best price guarantee, lifetime installation warranty, no yeah. interest financing, literally stop looking. I'm going to not have to worry about that floor for a while? Absolutely. If you have any issues, we're guaranteed to take, I, take care of it. I don't know what I could ever have wrong with that floor. Knowing that it's as solid as it is, and we've slid furniture and done, done all that knuckleheady stuff, mm-hmm. we, we don't see any problems. But what could a buy, guy have problems with? Well, why would somebody call you up for a warranty on a floor? Um, major issues like flooding. Like, yeah. You know, if a pipe bust or something like that. Um, 
Yeah. Pull that microphone close to you. Is it this mic? Yeah. I don't know what to, <laughs> I don't quite know what's going on. You may, may have to get closer to that. But yeah, that if, a, if a pipe burst or appliance overflows yeah. or something like that. Well, am I covered for that? Um, manufacturer warranties do not cover acts of God okay. or um, flooding type issues, only from uh, natural use of the product. Now okay. that would be insurable, though. If you've if you've had a flood that came in and destroyed the floors in your house, yeah, that, yeah, that that's would my be home a, insurance. That'd be homeowners insurance. Well, that's fine. So it's, right. most of the time, these warranties are for defects of material. If there's a manufacturer's issue with the material itself, yeah, yeah. and and honestly, labor in most cases, if if it's a reputable company, these right. companies will say, look, our our labor's warranted as long as. You do the floor correctly the first time. You heed right. our yeah. warning. Right. You know, if Craig comes in and says, look, you've got an issue with moisture under the house. Right. And the customer elects to have the flooring put in anyway and never corrects the moisture issue, and that causes an issue, that can be avoided warranty. All right. We're not quite to the end of the show, but let's get get our websites and telephone numbers out. Craig, the floor guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile, what is your number? Um, folks can call us. So we have a toll-free number, 8776-FLOORS. Easy to remember. Um, 8776-FLOORS. You can call us directly locally at 919-213-8068. Right. You can uh, visit us online at AmericanDreamFloor.com. You have two showrooms. Yep, showroom in Raleigh and Apex. And uh, we, we prefer appointments. Our showrooms are kind of boutique and uh, dedicated for our clients that we're working with. So... Right. People are more than welcome to stop by, um, but if you want the dedicated service that we like to be able to offer, um, where we have plenty of time to answer all questions and show all options, we'd like for folks to call and make an appointment. Long-term plans, you're more likely to get more showrooms than fewer showrooms. Absolutely. We okay. are trying to expand and, and, and offer more and better service. That's a good, good thing. All right, Holly Bowers from RoofWorks. Where should we where should we contact you on the web? All right, uh, Roof w-e-r-k-s dot com we, you can go on there and submit an estimate request you can also talk to our chat team that we have online on our website or you can call us at the office at 919-852-2660 chat team you got a chat team? we have a live chat team on i'm there. on the website now <laughs> oh look it says chat now in the when i when i click on this chat now does it cost you guys money I don't want to cost Derwin money. <laughs> Pay Sometimes, for clicks? No, somebody, one of the contractors in here on the show said, yeah, don't use that. Cost me a buck and a half. <laughs> Everything costs money. There's Everything, no, okay, nothing's right. free in life. Right. I'm just going to type in, where's Holly? <laughs> That's yeah. all type. All right. in, do, you, do you have one bundle of gray shingles? <laughs> yeah, you know, can I buy five we shingles? We used to have the chat on our website and i took it off yeah it could cost you cost you too much yeah, money for two, dumb questions I need two pieces of a 12 by 12 great all right brock emmons of triangle radiant barrier your number triangle radiant barrier.com or 919-986-8808 we have a whole crew coming in for the uh for the wicker squared uh, real estate hour that's coming up on fm 98.5 am 680 wptf from home repair to remodeling, this is making your home great. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Making your home great. For another hour, we've got the Wicker Squared team consisting of Tanya Wicker Hunt. Hi, Tanya. 
Hey, Dave, how are you today? She represents a whole bunch of people that are Wicker Squared. And we'll talk about Wicker Squared in just a little bit. It's Wicker Squared at Colwell Banker Howard Perry in Walston at Doug Anderson of Town Mortgage of the Carolinas. Afternoon, Dave. How you doing? Doing well. Huh. We got a real estate person and a banker. What the what the heavens are we going to talk about? I know. Lots of good things has to there, talk about. Has there been anything in the in the the world of banking that that hit our news? Doug, <laughs> there's a there's a bank out in California. Silicon I heard people call it Silicon Bank. It's not Silicon, it's Silicon Bank. And they had some trouble. Is is that is there real trouble in the banking sector? Yeah, I mean, thanks for asking. I mean, it's it was kind of an interesting week, um, and you saw what effectively was a run on the bank. Yeah, um, they're per- they were a pretty unique bank, though. I mean, this is not something where like fraud was involved. Well, I mean, there might be, but you know, ultimately, it was just simply all of their clients were big clients, right? Big dollars, right? I think seven percent of their deposits was less than two fifty. So these are big business banking, hedge funds, venture capitalist firms. And they sent each other some emails and some texts and some messages, and there was a run. Everybody said they pulled their money out, and all of a sudden billions and billions and billions of dollars went went away. And FDIC, Banking Commission, they they regulate these banks. And and I'm not – I'm a banker, but that's this is not my department. I'm the mortgage side, but um, yeah. they, you have certain requirements of liquidity, right? And what happened was the red flags went off. They the, the the balance of money available versus people wanting to take money out was was teeter tottered, and the FDIC had to take over. Right, it's a regulation. You got to take it over. It wasn't like there was like somebody was just you know hacked the account and took the money out it was just real customers taking their money out and they right. the bank didn't meet the balance requirements so they, it, it scared the market um, a lot of people are scared and they, a lot of people licking their wounds and and wondering am I going to get my money back but right. I think depositors will get their money back investors made a bad investment you know just like you buy a bad stock it's a bad stock sure they're going to lose their money but um, at the end of the day I mean we got memos at the bank I'm a community bank right. regional bank from here to Florida and they were like how to talk to your customer how to Assure them we're fine. And diversity is what we can tell you is that we have not all our eggs were in venture capitalists, big, but you know, we have real customers. Yeah. Most of them under 250,000. Um, so, and that's what makes the world go around. We don't have people making a run on the bank. There's no concerns about our liquidity. There's nothing going on there. Is this going to affect mortgage rates? Mm-hmm. Um, it did. Um, there was a little bit of a head fake, a little knee jerk. There was a, there was a pretty substantial drop. Uh, rates were about seven percent on national average, and they went down as about six and a half yeah. for a hot minute there. But the and now and then they bounce back up again. But the fundamental concern is there's still inflation. The, the reason right. rates are up is the Fed says you know everything's they're trying to slow everything down. Um, so there was a little bit of relief on rates. So we, I literally walked in the office Monday. I was like, oh, I can't wait, I can't wait. I'm gonna call these customers and yes. we're talking about the good rate, and and nothing happened. The rates were not really that substantially lower. So at the end of the day, the Fed's still working on the, the recession. You know, they're trying to keep the economy from you know from blowing up. And uh, but there is some relief. There's some relief to saying yeah. that um, maybe they will back off their policy and not raise rates anymore. Yeah, you, or not as much. It's funny because you almost said it, it. It's like he almost told the truth. Yeah, the Fed's working on a recession. 
No, they're not. They're not working on recession. They're working on cooling inflation. And in doing that, they might tip us over into recession. But at this point, we're not in a recession. The economy's good. And even though we can read the Wall Street Journal and you know New York Times, we don't have to participate in it because this market is so different. Isn't that right, Tanya? It's very different. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, my mic's not working. Um, it's very different from a lot of other markets around the country. I mean, like we've mentioned before, I mean, we just have a lot of strong factors working with us right. in this area. We've got the industries. We've got the medical um, yeah. area. We've got Research Triangle Park. Right. Our weather is great. Um, lots of great things to do throughout mm. our, our triangle area. So we are rated top one to three of best places to live right. on all different categories um, nationwide. So we will remain a strong market. Okay. So talk to me overall, where do things stand? Now, what are, what are the stats in terms of, you know, homes available and how sales are growing? Right. So, you know, we're, we're working on almost six months or a little over six months from um, when things turn from the craze. So um, things are normalizing. I have noticed other agents I've talked to have noticed things are picking up in the last 30 days. I know I've had listings um, get multiple offers go under contract. I've had some buyers miss out on some properties because multiple offers we're seeing a a tick in that going yeah. up, things yeah. going under contract, the weather's warming up, the market's warming up. Um, showings the right now, um, this is from February. Yeah. Um, the current month showing versus preceding month, um, showings are up 10% from last month. Month in inventory down 22%, but pending sales were up 74%, which is great. Okay. Um, from a year ago, showings are down 12%. So that's not really that much of a difference. Um, right now, we have um, basically two months of inventory, like we've talked about before. Yeah. We're still in a seller's market. We are seeing buyers being able to ask for repairs. Yeah. Um, some concessions. It's not, you know, we are still seeing a little bit of where sellers... They'd like to stay in the home after closing. I know I just did that, had that worked out for sellers that I'm closing at the end of the month. They're yeah. going to stay a couple extra weeks. Yeah. But before it gets to a normalized market, you've got a six-month inventory. And then when, when it reaches higher than six months, that's when it becomes a buyer's market. And we don't have that. We don't have no, it. No, when we don't normalize. see that coming for a long time, if ever. No, I'm looking... Had a wonderful opportunity to drive through Johnston County. Oh, it's growing there. And there were enough unfinished buildings and houses and townhouses that it was amazing. I drove from there, then I drove through part of Wake Forest. I was essentially lost. But the point is, there's a lot of inventory coming on on board. Oh, lots of new developments all over. Yeah. I mean, you're seeing, as I drive around, I'm like, okay, I didn't know this was popping up. Yeah. Uh, you know, if, if you haven't been in a certain area down a certain road in a while, um, and then you drive through it and you see, you know, dirt being moved, yep. houses going up. So 
there's still we still are short inventory. So if you're thinking about selling, it's still a great time yeah. to sell. And there's a lot of equity probably in your home. And if somebody is in Apex or Cary, they already know this, but I'm and I'm preaching to the choir, Apex, Cary, or inside the Beltline in Raleigh, and they're sitting on a property that's that's too big for them. Or, you know, maybe they want a ranch and they've got a two-story home. Maybe they want to think about it now. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. All right. Tanya Wicker-Hunt is here with uh, Wicker Square to Colwell Banker, Howard Perry and Walston. Howard Perry and Walston, sorry. And uh, we've got uh, Doug Anderson of Town Mortgage of the Carolinas. Our telephone number is 919-860-9783. How about people who are doing what my wife and I did? We sold and we took the profit from the house. We put it into another house. We were, I don't know, in a weird situation. We moved into an apartment for a little while. This whole transition from one purchase to another can be really awkward, really difficult. How can how can you help? Well, what we do, Julie and I do, um, Wicker Squared, is we try and make that process as seamless as possible. Yeah. You know, if you're dealing with a for sale by owner, being a for sale by owner, you're dealing with a lot of factors. It's not something that you do every day selling a house. And I think sometimes sellers think, I don't need an agent. I can do this all by myself. But yeah. there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of paperwork that goes into it. You can make yourself liable for things if you don't disclose certain things sure. that you're not aware of. Um, this is something we do every day. And we're gonna we're gonna come through, we're gonna give you comps, let yeah. you know what we think your home will sell for, you can list it for. And then also we're gonna give you um, advice on what to do to get your home ready. Yeah. Sometimes it's good to you know, do some improvements to your home, but you want to make sure those improvements are going to net you money back and they're not done unnecessarily where you're just throwing money out the window. All right, now, now, this radio program, Making Your Home Great, we have had window contractors, we've had flooring contractors, we have roofing contractors, we have people come in and will say, yeah, you can spend a few hundred dollars and spruce up your home and maybe somebody will offer thousands more. Is that realistic? Please feel free to tell me no. I mean, no. There are certain things. If if you're talking about doing a total remodel of the kitchen or bathroom, and maybe it's not what the market that's yeah. not popular in the market right now, then it's probably a waste of money. Okay. Um. So you see a lot of homes out there flips that they go in, they buy the home. Yeah. Um, inexpensively and then they redo it mm-hmm. whether they gut it or put lipstick on a pig whatever <laughs> you know um, you don't want to deal with those homes because you're going to have issues down the road yeah so you want to make sure if somebody did a renovation that they followed proper procedures pulled permits did the work correctly sure so you're not going to deal with stuff later down the road but sometimes if you've got an individual and they just want to sell yeah it may not be in their best benefit to actually redo a whole kitchen. Sure. I mean, it's a hassle of living through that. Um, and maybe the, the things they're going to pick out may not appeal to the new buyer. Right. So I would say freshen it up with paint. If you need to 
replace carpets, that might not be a bad idea versus right. if they're very stained and 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 just right. don't come across well. Then put fresh paint, put fresh carpet, pressure wash that house, clean up the yard, put some nice colorful um flowers out for pictures yeah. Yeah. just Tanya, you're talking curb about curb, appeal. curb, appeal curb appeal. versus spending fifty thousand dollars on something absolutely like. and let the buyer come in and make it their own you know like i was showing buyers yesterday it's adorable we've we've been looking at homes that are older homes yeah um they're a young couple no kids helped them with their first home we sold it last year right before the market turned um now they're looking to have a buy another home and this is going to be a short-term home because their end result is building on some land that they have but they want something in the meantime yeah so they've got definitely an idea of what they're looking for so we've looked at older homes that have been redone um and mm-hmm. they she still wants to come in and put her own personal touches on it right so a lot of times you're going to have that with buyers you know don't don't spend unnecessary money if you don't have to. A, a kitchen in a bathroom, these are expensive places to spend money. And Wonderful places to spend money, well, sure. but do it correctly if you're going to do it. Because if you're not going to do it correctly, it's a waste of money. We've had people come in and say, no, don't don't touch the kitchen because we have so many people who buy new homes. And the first thing they do is renovate the kitchen. They right. tear everything out. Right. All right. We've got Tanya Wicker Hunt of Wicker Squared at Coldwell Banker Howard Perry in Walston and Doug Anderson of Town Mortgage of the Carolinas on Making Your Home Great. We're going to talk about uh, mortgage rates and where they're going. We're going to talk about uh, getting people into a house because I, I still am frustrated. My, uh, it's it's Munchausen's by frustration. And what it is is I'm frustrated for my daughter who went through a whole lot of to try to find a find a home and find um, financing for her uh, because she wanted that specific home. We'll we'll talk about that in just a little bit. Making your home great on FM ninety eight five AM six eighty WPTF. FM ninety eight five AM six eighty WPTF. Making your home great, our telephone number for our guests, 919-860-9783. Tanya Wicker-Hunt of Wicker Square to Colwell Banker Howard Perry in Walston and Doug Anderson of Town Mortgage of the Carolinas. Okay, Doug, mortgage rates. (laughs) People get worried about that. Should they be? Uh, The the high rates is helping you buy, buy a home. Okay, uh, Tanya mentioned earlier, people are are willing to negotiate now. Um, there's less buyers; they're swimming upstream right now, and the sellers they want to move their house quickly. They don't they don't want to get the stigma. Yeah. So rates, you know, I'm not really quoting APRs or anything like that, but the, the national average was like six point seven eight or something like that last week. Okay. Um, but you know, it's it it, it is. There's a lot of payment shock. It's a little bit more expensive, especially yeah. if you look at the house prices. But I, you know, I'm still talking to you know, you know, you're, the rate is temporary. Yeah. One of these days, rates will calm down. You refinance. Um, right. It, it's helping buyers get under contract without having to go crazy with their, you know, overpaying for the home. Yeah. I, I for two years during COVID, everybody's overpaying. Um, 
you know, the only way to get your bid accepted was go 15% over list price. Well, you're going 15% over value just to get the home. Yeah. Because um, when, in, at least in the Raleigh area, I think all the agents do a great job of listing a home for what it's really worth. Yes. They don't typically go, well, let's see, see what we can get. That's, that's not our market. We have no. a code of ethics here in North Carolina. The real estate agents are very, like, I'm only going to list it for what I can cost justify right. compared to the comparables. Right. So, you know, I don't really have any, you know, I don't see a lot of overpriced homes. Um, what I see is they'll come out there where it needs to be. Yeah. And if the buyers want to overpay, that's on them. And that's, you know, less. <laughs> if you're the listing agent, you're not liable. You're not liable for the fact that somebody bought the house and paid 50 grand over what it was worth. That's their, yeah. that's their problem, not yours. And that's also on the buyer too for appraisal. That's what I tell my sellers. We need to have it listed yeah. where it's a fair market value. Right. And also where it will appraise. And if it is, and with the market heating up again, then you're going to get multiple offers. Like, like I said, I was, I, I was in a showing house just came on the market. We were the first showing in. There were five other agents there with buyers, really? and that was within the first hour. Yesterday, same thing. I yeah. was first showing in with my buyers, and there were three other sets of buyers, and they had an open house today. So the market and the price point. And, and they're there. Busy. They're there because everything's telling them that that house is a fair price. And it is. It looks good. And I ran the comps, and we're like, okay, this is. So the strategy is, yeah. let that if that buyer wants to overpay, let that be on the buyer, yeah, not on the seller. And then also, it's going to appraise. And if if they want to take it over, let them take it over and come up with a difference. Were these local buyers? People who already yes. live in the area, yes, because there's this story. This maybe it's a fantasy of these folks from California sold their house. They got scads of money. They don't know what to do with it, and they come in this area and overpay, overbuy in a house because they think they're getting a great bargain. Seeing less of that. No, um, yeah, yeah, a lot less, less of, of that. that. Yeah, okay. it, it it still exists. I mean, there's still some cash buyers that don't ever talk to us right they don't need a loan they don't need a realtor they're a cash buyer they're just going right to the builder or whatever there's a lot of that but we used to have sight unseen yeah uh, and 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 we're like looking at we're feet on the on the ground i go to a lot of open houses tanya yeah. of course holds them um you're like really you want to buy this and okay uh, you know it's your money you know you really yeah. you, you you're worried about liability i was worried about liability there i was like you know i, I said <laughs> you can get a loan i didn't say you could you know, qualify for that much and right. we'll have to cross that bridge when we get to it. So, you know, and, and right now I'm in uh, talking about rates again. I'm, yes. I'm in, I'm issuing pre-quals, pre-approvals uh, with strict uh, uh, guidance. Right. This is your max, but even though you're, if you stay under the max, you need to call me before you make an offer because yeah. what if rates went up a point since I, I issued that pre-approval? Sure. All of a sudden, one, you may not qualify, and two, you may not like the payments. So you maybe you don't need to make the offer. So I think the, the moral story, and we preach this, is if you cannot get a hold of your mortgage lender on a Saturday and a Sunday, have this conversation, then you need a different mortgage lender. And we Absolutely. can get in touch with you? I'm a banker, but I don't I don't punch a time card. You can get in touch with him 10 at night, when he's on his boat, when he's traveling. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, that's why we use Town Mortgage for our buyers. Right. Because credit union can give some great rates, but they are a 
nine to five Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And and if you're writing offers, which a lot of offers are written over the weekend, and like Doug says, I mean, you've got to stay in touch with your lender, and they've got to be very proactive as well of checking those rates because it will skew what that buyer wants to afford sure. to pay and what they can afford. Hmm. You don't have a phone that says, your phone call is important to us, but not <laughs> quite so important where it's going to pick up the line. You I, don't have that. I don't even have a landline. You don't have a landline. Right. <laughs> they, they wanted yeah. to give me a landline. I was like, what for? I, All right. I, Doug I, Anderson <laughs> of Town Mortgage of the Carolinas, Tanya Wicker Hunt of Wicker Square to Colwell Banker, Howard Perry and Walston. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. It is making your home great. Real Estate Hour with Tony Wicker Hunt of Wicker Square to Colwell Banker Howard Perry in Walston. And Doug Anderson of Town Mortgage of the Carolinas will ask Doug about something called the North Carolina Housing Program in just a bit. Uh, Tanya, talk to me about the difference between coming soon... And things that are have gone live in the listing service. Do you find out about properties before they're listed on Realtor.com? Yes. Each, really? Each company, we're able to promote our listings within our company before right. they're on the multiple listing service. Okay. Paragon is our multiple listing service. If you're working with an agent whose their firm has... 20 agents, 10 yeah. agents, 100 yeah. agents. Yeah. Then that's who can see that listing before it goes live to the general public. Sure. Okay. It goes on all the websites Zillow, multiple listing service, Realtor. Be- before. Any of you can see it before this is, it goes there. Correct. This is coming soon. Right. We at Caldwell Banker Howard Perry and Walston, we have about 1,000 agents in our multiple offices. Yes. So that coming soon for us, when we get a listing, we get the listing agreement, the sellers agree, go ahead and put it out there. We have something called HPW first. Mm-hmm. So we will put out our new listing with information before it's, and if the seller agrees and that buyer's agent who is working with the buyer goes, this this would work for my buyer. Yeah. So it's an office exclusive, but it's a company exclusive. We have several different offices within HPW. Well, that makes sense. Yes. yes. So it's a firm exclusive listing, company exclusive. I have one that's coming up. Um, I'll put it in the multiple listing service on Tuesday mm-hmm. and showings will start next Friday, the 24th. I can't give specific address, but I can tell you it's an amazing home. It was built in 2020. My buyers, my sellers decided to move out of the area right it's immaculate they've done over forty thousand in upgrades since they bought it beautiful fence lots of detail in the backyard extensive landscaping um it's off of western boulevard Mm -hmm. built in like i said 2020 2600 square feet i can't see i can't see that house on realtor.com can i you cannot see it on Realtor.com, but I already have the professional photographs for that home. So if you are working with an HPW agent or yeah. you don't have an agent. And you need an agent. You need an agent. And you yeah. 
you don't have an HPW agent and you want to reach out to myself or Julie, then we could show you that home before, get you in there before it goes active on the multiple listing service and out to the different websites. This home is Mm. $725,000, two-car garage, beautiful fence backyard, plantation shutters throughout. Tanya, I get clients every once in a while, I wish I had more, that don't are not working with an agent. And I pretty much intervene and I say, why would you go to court without a, a lawyer? Yeah. You'd get a court-appointed attorney. Well, even when you're a but that you're doesn't a buyer, help you. Oh, right. When you're a buyer, real estate, agents, we real estate agents work for free. <laughs> That's right. The seller commissions pay, in North Carolina, the seller pays all commissions. Yeah. So why would you not have a free lawyer a good one, yeah, great one. Not a court appointed one, a great one. Right, fully paid, fully compensated, but the seller is paying for that. And and I do those interventions all the time. I'm like, don't walk into a new construction neighborhood. Do not talk to a site agent. Get a professional agent. Well, I think especially in new construction, people are under the assumption that they don't need an agent. It's new construction. I don't need an agent. Well, you do. You know, I have worked in new construction neighborhoods. Yeah. As a relief agent for years. Yes. Um, nice custom neighborhoods. And my first question to that bo- person who comes in, are you working with an agent? Right. No. Great. But whether you would like, it would be in your best interest to have your own buyer's agent. Right. Right. And I'm, I'm there with the, you know, working for the seller right. as a relief agent, but still I'm a general brokerage agent. That's not, so I know that it is the seller's agent, that agent on site, they work for the seller. They work for the builder. So they're not going to go out of their way to help you, Mr. Buyer. That's why you need your own advocate, your own buyer's agent to help you. Absolutely. There's so much paperwork involved. I could not do what you're doing. What I, I will tell you what I did the other day is accidentally I Googled, not Googled, I was in my email and I searched the name of my realtor, and I got 30 emails. Now, this is through the process of selling the house and buying the house. We had 30 individual with attachments. Yes, Dave, you've got to sign this waiver. Yes, Dave, you've got to sign this other thing. I don't think I would ever go through that without an expert on my side. Absolutely. I mean, because the the documents can be confusing yes. if you don't know. You don't know the details of what what is considered attached to the home, what is supposed to stay, what can I take. Right. You know, some people think I can take the the curtain rods. Yeah. Well, that's an attachment. They really? Think, Maybe I can take that mirror in the half bath. Well, that's considered an attached mirror. Oh. You know, fixtures, light fixtures yeah. come with the property, even the TV bracket. You know, you need to disclose you're not going to convey it to that buyer. Otherwise, you're in breach. It needs to stay, even little things like that. Right. And, and, you know, there was a a moment where somebody said, oh, yeah, by the way, you've got to pay this due diligence. And I didn't know what due diligence was. I didn't. I don't remember that from the last sale. Due diligence. We wrote a check for $10,000. Now, as it turned out, because we had recently sold the house, we actually had $10,000. But without that, 
I would have been stunned to actually, is due diligence still as high as it was a year and a half, two years ago? It's not that high, but you're seeing it tick back up with the with the market heating up. You're okay. seeing buyers put down not crazy amounts right. like they were, but you're seeing a generous amount for due diligence money. And due diligence is not the down payment. Due diligence is money that you're... You're paying, and you're going to get it back, quote unquote. You're going to. It can go towards your down payment. So okay. it's, it's a, a deposit. deposit yeah. It's a deposit. Right. Right, and and it's non-refundable. It's non-refundable because that seller's <coughs> got to have something um, in order to take his house off the market. It's not a free look. Yeah. You know, there are other states where the seller doesn't get anything, and if that buyer backs out, right, they didn't get anything through inspections. You know, right. what, whatever the time frame, I've had buyers come, they're from New Jersey, Texas, you know, all different yeah. states. And every every state has a different contract. I think there's seven or ten states that use the same type of contract that we use for our home purchases. Yeah, yeah. some states it takes a long time to sell a house, you know, New York being one of them, you know, yeah. they put it in escrow and... A lot of northern states have very, very slow processes of acquiring and selling property. Yeah. In New Jersey, I know I've had several friends and clients move from New Jersey, and basically it's the attorneys that talk to each other that agents are pretty much out of the yeah. out of the um the loop. The loop yeah. once you go under contract. I know I had one friend and she sold in New Jersey and she had no idea what day she was supposed to close and this was like a week or so. I'm like, wow. Well what'd your agent say? I don't know. They they don't talk to the attorney. So while we have a great relationship with our closing attorneys, yeah. um, we are still the ones dealing with the transaction. We're setting up the closing. We are um getting the docs to the buyer. Right. Or the seller to sign. Some attorneys are sending them directly to the sellers or the buyers, but a lot of attorneys were still helping the the client fill out that information sheet for the attorney. Okay, Doug Anderson of Town Mortgage of the Carolinas is here, along with Tanya Wicker Hunt of Wicker Squared at Colwell Banker, Howard Perry and Walston. I didn't realize a thousand agents at Colwell Banker. I mean that's yeah, a that's I a think great it may thing. Maybe over a thousand. I'm not sure exactly. I mean the, the numbers. Largest, yeah, the largest yeah. in the area, and volume and units and all that. Very and we cool. just we just are celebrating our 50 years. Howard Perry and Walston. Don Walston, who started it yeah. along with Howard Perry, is still part of the company as well. So you see, Don, he's at most things we have going on. That's great. He's great. All right, Doug Anderson of Town Mortgage of the Carolinas. There's something called the North Carolina Housing Program. What is that? Um, literally, it's the best housing finance agency in the country. Yeah. Um, North Carolina has it. It's available all throughout North Carolina. Yeah. Um, specifically, they made an announcement last week. Uh, it's effective April 1st. We okay. have a first-time home buyer defined by somebody who hasn't owned in the last three years. Yeah. Can buy up to a three hundred eighty-five thousand dollar home. Yeah. As long as they don't make more than one hundred ten uh, to one hundred twenty thousand per year, right? And all they have to have is a six forty credit score. Now they have to qualify for a regular loan, a conventional and a VA FHA loan, which is what we do. Um, I call it the icing on the cake. They just announced that their eight thousand dollar down payment assistance has just increased to fifteen thousand. 
Yeah. And my peers, uh, let, you know, fellow friends who do this program, right. it's a game changer. Because not only are we able to cover the closing costs <clears throat> and the down payment, and most borrowers, even up to the high 300s, yeah. may have little money out of pocket to acquire a home. Right. Right. It's a fantastic program. It doesn't, what I like about it, a lot of these programs run out of money. There's a grant, you know, there's a, you know, yeah. half a million dollars is, you know, out there, then all of a sudden it's spent. Yeah. And everybody has to hurry up and get the money. In the North Carolina program, what I like about it best, it's always available. Yeah. Every year, every month, every county, it's always there for me. So when I am anticipating the need or the desire to get that program for a first time yeah. homebuyer, and I, I like to give it away. Even people who don't need it, I'm like, why not take it? It's a great program. Yeah. Um, the money is recycled, though. If you sell or refinance your home in the first 10 years, that money goes back into the program. That's right. also why the program is always available. I call it recycled for the next first home, to, first time buyer to benefit from. Right. So it's a fantastic program. Again, $15,000. There's a sweet spot here. We're talking about a home, did you say, Three hundred eighty-five thousand dollars, up to three hundred eighty-five thousand purchase price, and, and there's the, plenty of them out there. And yet, the money that the individual makes could be less than one hundred and ten thousand. There's a, there's an yeah, equation there's, there somewhere. That there's income yeah. caps. Yeah, there's income caps. They don't want you know somebody making two hundred thousand dollars to get this program. All right. And and Doug, is that considered a conventional loan? That's the thing about it. It's the icing on the cake. And the cake is it could be a conventional loan, could be a USDA loan, could be a VA loan. Could be somebody putting 50% down. It could be somebody putting 3% down. Yeah. It's available for on we can put it on top of any loan that you qualify for. Um so if your credit requires you an FHA loan, it's fine. If it requires an F, a conventional loan or they are eligible for a conventional loan, we can put it on top of that as well. That's great. And I will also say a note and you've probably um dealt with this as well when we are dealing with multiple offers we love when our clients are working with a conventional loan versus a government loan yes government loans are awesome but when you're dealing with a multiple offer it's not as favorable Hmm. and sometimes people have to go the fha or the va route um but if they can do a conventional loan, and this will go on top of a conventional loan with a very low down payment, yeah. it it's in the buyer's best interest. Because that listing agent doesn't know they're on an NC housing no, It has nothing to do with loan, it. Yeah. But they know it's a conventional loan. Which and you're dealing you, with... You're a tougher... You've gone through a higher... Qualification. It's, higher yes. to quali- it's harder to qualify for a conventional loan. And All right, let's let's pick up with Jim in Raleigh because he's been waiting. Hey, Jim, how you doing? You're on with Tanya Wicker Hunt of Wicker Square to Colwell Banker, Howard Perry in Walston, and Doug Anderson of Town Mortgage of the Carolinas. Hey, I enjoy your program every week. I Thank you. To you. Thank you. Driving What's... up and down Glenwood Avenue. Good for Thank you. Thank you for being there. But yes. anyway, my question is for Miss Wicker. Miss Wicker, yes. Hi, Jim. How are you? Fine. I hope you are. I'm doing great. I live off of Glenwood as well. It's a great area. <laughs> well, I'm going to my friend's house up and down Glenwood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I appreciate what you're doing. I enjoy the information you give out. Yes. Uh, I have a question. I understand that as a real estate broker, uh, you can give and charge 
for a broker's opinion of value. How does that work? CPO, yeah. Oh, yes. Like um, where we are doing a broker, broker price a, opinion, a, yeah. a valuation yeah. of your home? Yes. Yes. Are, are you looking to get a valuation of your home, Jim? Well, no, I, want, I might, but I want to know about this broker opinion of value. Okay. They tell me that they can do one, and it's a lot less expensive than an appraisal. Well, it depends on what you want it for. Like, if I'm talking to a, a seller prospect, such as yourself, if you're th- considering, I would do what we call a comparative market analysis, and that would be I take the homes in a radius of your home that are like your home in square footage, size, lot size, type of home, and I would show the comps, share with you the comps of what those homes sold for, the ones that are listed in your area. Um, I would show you the the pictures, the details of those homes compared to your home and give you a value of what you could list your home for and, and hopefully sell it for. A broker price opinion is if you're trying to do um, we, we some, used to order them at, ba- at the bank. At the bank, if, if the banks needed to know what like the asset short was worth, sell. could be a short sale. A, a, a client who was maybe missing their payments, kind of like a security answer. And the banks would do a ask a realtor, "Hey, what what is? Go look at this asset and see what it's worth." Yeah. And there was there was a fee, a couple hundred bucks that are we'd have to pay the appraiser or the uh, in this case the uh, real estate agent to let us know what the property was worth. Right. It's a format. It's not as complex as a, as a full on appraisal, but it's definitely like. If you really need to know what an asset is worth, type uh, document. And I I want to ask Jim about this in just a moment, but let's break for just a a moment. Jim, we're going to ask you to hang on during the break because I really want to know what it is that you've got going on that brought up this question. Tanya Wicker-Hunt of Wicker Squared at Colwell Banker Howard Perry in Walston and Doug Anderson of Town Mortgage of the Carolinas. This is making your home great. Making your home great, FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. Jim's got to call us back. Jim, I, I got something for you. So call us up at 860-9783. Um, we're talking with Tanya Wicker-Hunt of Wicker Squared at Colwell Banker Howard Perry in Walston and Doug Anderson of Town Mortgage of the Carolinas. Tanya, what do you think he was he was hinting at there? What, what does it sound like he's trying to do? Well, that's what Doug and I were talking about during the break, yeah. is those BPOs are different than a market analysis, different than an appraisal. They're more similar to an appraisal. Like if there's some reason he needs a BPO versus yeah. an appraisal, but we don't use BPOs to list homes. We do a market analysis, and I it's don't the charge. Same. It's, the same it's pretty thing. much the same it's just thing. The, the delivery to the client is, is – sometimes it's not the – the owner of the home it's the bank or it's, it could be right. an estate a state lawyer that's saying hey i need a bpo i need to, I need to know kind of what this this value is there's a reason he needs that right um for the intent is probably not to list or sell you know because right. agents will do that for free yeah. if you're willing to use them as a listing agent that's right i'm i'm curious as to w- what is what is the i was sitting on a property 
and I'm thinking, yeah, maybe in a year or two or whatever, I might want to sell it. What should I do? Should I ask for this BPO? Well, just like an appraisal, it's only as good as the day it was done for the intention it was done for and by the person who did it. I mean, the next day someone else could do it and come up with a different number. Sure. You know, and if you're trying to, you know, get a loan, if it's an appraiser, a different appraiser may have a different value for that property. Right. But Jim, if you're interested in finding out the value of your home, call us back. You can reach me at 919-368-3996. I'll be glad to um, give you more information and and help you come up with the value of your home. I want a little more clarity of what you're looking for for that BPO. If somebody Googles wicker squared they're gonna get you but or wicker squared and realtor yes right wicker squared.com right it is wicker squared.com i've googled you you show up yeah (laughs) right away they show up you can google me there's a whole there's a whole team and there were high quality people and it's funny because somebody else who does this show pointed out you know if we weren't quality people we couldn't sit with the phone lines open all day Right and take phone calls. If if the people who came in sat around this desk were complete knuckleheads, somebody would call in to complain. Absolutely, and it never happens. Right, never happens. So so if you want to talk to Tanya Wicker Hunt or Julie Wicker Crisco, your choice at Wicker Square to Colwell Banker Howard Perry in Walston. What number should they call? Well, you can reach me at nine one nine three six eight. Three nine nine six, and if you go to our website wickersquare.com then and leave a a message on that, then we will get back to you. But the quickest way is via a call or a text. And Doug Anderson of Town Mortgage of the Carolinas, how should we contact you? Well, you can Google me as well, or yeah, like I said, my number is nine one nine five two zero two zero zero five. That is my direct cell phone. Um, take calls until about dark and sometimes after dark so <laughs> and if you recognize the number you'll take it you know on at midnight or whatever doug anderson of town mortgage of the carolinas it's uh, kind of important to be responsive to people moment to moment when you're talking about thousands of dollars going out the window mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah it's and, it's an important transaction i'm not a heart surgeon or brain surgeon but we're kind of on that high level of it's pretty important transaction in, yeah. in people's lives. It's one of the largest decisions that people make yeah, right. in their lives. Sometimes pretty they critical. do it multiple times. Sometimes it's the houses they stay in for decades. We encourage anybody who's thinking of selling, especially if you suspect that your property is, I don't know, in a warm zone. It doesn't even have to be in a hot zone. Doesn't have to be in the in the Belt Line or in Holly Springs. If you're in the Triangle area, yeah. you're definitely warm. Yeah, warm to hot. There's nothing cold. Nothing cold nothing. in our area. The you know, and if you need any proof of that, just do what I did, which was drive through Johnston County or portions of Nash County. If you're along the highway, I mean near the highway, they're building going on right now. To, to put more houses on the market. And that's because people are ready to buy. Yes? Yes. And we have lots of companies moving into our area. 
it's important. Why is it important to call Wicker Squared compared to somebody else? Well, we like to come through the standpoint as a teaching moment. We're not salesy. We want to make sure it's the right decision for that client, whether it's selling or buying. We want to walk you through that process from the beginning, from the moment you call us and say, I'm thinking about selling my home. I'm thinking about buying a home. We want to sit down and find out what your wants are, what your needs are, what you're looking for. You know, are you looking to stay in the area? Are you looking to move? What's your reason for selling? What's your reason for buying? And there are a lot of factors from the start of that process till the day you close. And we want to hold your hand through that process every step of the way and even after. You know, I have had a client reach out to me yesterday. Tanya, I got this tax bill in the mail, closed last year. They're changing my tax value. What is this? It's from Franklin County. Uh. So I got on the phone with her, got on the Franklin County website to explain what it was. All right. We got we got to wrap it up. Tanya Wicker Hunt from Wicker Square to Colwell Banker, Howard Perry, Walston, and Doug Anderson to Town Mortgage. Thank you very much. This is WPTF.